Blog Talk Radio. number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Oh, 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 
existence I was thinking blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
right. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L, and it is my absolute pleasure oops, <laughs> to be here with you today on this episode of The Foundation entitled CBDCs, Time is Running Out, Go Private. Here on the, this is the foundation. And we are High Frequency Radio Network. Where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are correctly applying correct information here at the foundation. Because, you know, that's what we do. Today's show, we're talking about these central bank digital currencies, how they will affect you regardless of what you think or what you believe. Whether or not you allow Jesus to take the will. This is happening. This is absolutely happening. I'm going to bring you the proof. You know, I've been talking about this for years. Y'all have been following the foundation long enough. You know, I've been talking about this for years. So we're going to get into that. But first, we want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors. I want to say big up, shout out, salute to my big brother, the uncle of the conscious community, y'all uncle. Y'all uncle, listen to your uncle. <laughs> I'm clowning. Uh, big brother Yusuf L. Shout out to the big brother, high frequency radio network creator, spcuniversity.com. Man, I went to the brother's website, and it's, you know, I'm just going to say the brother's, brother's website is pretty nice. I ain't going to lie. But make sure you check out spcuniversity.com. We are still struggling. I don't know if it's some kind of Turkish hackers. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Email us. If you want to get signed up for the email list for that exclusive content, information, events, offers, etc. If you want to check out that Foundation Trust Primer over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly, you've been listening to the Foundation at all. You know, we t- discuss trust, contract law, trust law, heavy and we know there's over 80 different types of trust so if you're confused you want to get started I suggest you grab that primer we also got the foundation trust series part one part two part three and I would say in that order it's you know beginner intermediate and then advanced so make sure you know you grab that if you're interested we also have the passport no social part one part two Brother Chris L. came through and, you know, shared shared the information with us, hands down. So part two, he said how you get it. Part I'm sorry, part one is how you get it. Part two is how you use it. All that, you know, and more. Consultations, you know, our consultation is still $55 for one hour. And that's running until, what did they say, the end of October? Wait. Yep, the end of September. That's what it was. 
And then we don't know. I don't know. Board doesn't know. I don't know. When I say the board of trustees, you know, with the foundation, I'm not being facetious. Like, there's actually board members. It's not just me. And, you know, it is what it is. So, admin at Welcome to the Foundation, if you would like to get your hands on the Foundation Trust Primer, Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3, or the Passport No Social, Part 1, Part 2. Consultation. If you're interested in trustee training, email us admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. And you know, I just want to be clear. You know, we, you know, we assist in setting up you know LLCs in your state. Getting EINs for LLCs is not just trust. Um, you know, help assisting with you know establishing and creating an operating agreement for your LLC, corporate bylaws if it's a corporation, things of that nature. So, you know, it's not just trust, but email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners. Want to say, uh, uh, whoops, want to say, <laughs> want to say peace to all the podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, archive listeners, after school listeners, Sunday morning listeners. However, you check out the show, I just definitely want to say peace to you. Also want to say peace to all the trustees here at the foundation and, tr- and private trustee training. Respect, definitely respect. Also, you know, if you you know are investing in your private education, otherwise respect. Also, want to say peace to anyone and everyone that we have interacted with here at the foundation. Regardless of what it is, email, well wishes, consultation, trusted train, doesn't matter. If you won a giveaway, if you run, won some real money from the foundation, peace to you because you did something. And it was the interaction. And we definitely want to say peace to everyone because, you know, man, we, you know, eight years, man. Coming up on eight years, man, of the. Wow. Wow. So let's let's do a dance. I want to talk about central bank digital currencies. I want to talk about what's going on. I want to talk about how it's going to affect you, regardless of what you think, regardless of what you believe. I want to discuss that. But first, let's jump into these current events. CNN Business. Fed's stress test results show banks strength in light of the recent crisis. Do you believe that? I don't know if I believe that. The largest U.S. banks have sufficient safeguards in place to weather a severe recession while continuing lending to households and businesses, the Federal Reserve said today in its annual bank resilience test. The Fed's stress test carried extra weight this year after the collapse of three U.S. banks sent shockwaves through the banking system. All 23 banks required to take the Fed's exam fared better this year compared to last year despite being subjected to a worst case scenario that was even more painful than last year's like last year banks tested remained above their minimum capital requirements in the test worst case scenario but would stand to lose a collective 541 billion that's a lot of you know what i'm saying capital ratios would decline by 2.3 percent to 10.1 percent more than double the requirement last year's test, which included smaller banks that are tested every year or every other year, found that 
those tested would lose six hundred twelve billion and capital ratios would decline by two point seven and nine point seven percent. Quote today's results confirm that the banking system remains strong and resilient. At the same time, the stress test is only one way to measure that strength. <laughs> we should remain humble about how risks can arise and continue our work to ensure that banks are resilient to a range of economic scenarios, market shocks, and other stresses. And quote, this is Michael Barr. This is the Fed's vice chair for supervision. Barr, who oversaw the Fed's autopsy report on failed Silicon Valley Bank, previously said he's working on updating the Fed's stress test models based on the lessons he learned from the recent bank failures. Hey, man, hey, check this out. Barr, Michael Barr, like the like Barr exam. Either way, man, I don't trust you. I don't trust Rome. It's funny how they got other people talking from the Fed because, you know, we don't figure it out. Jerome Powell's a straight-up liar. Hey, man, y'all remember when inflation was transitory? I don't. Thanks, Romy Rome. What we got? CNBC, the Fed will be one of the first major central banks to cut rates. This is, uh, I guess it's a quote from someone. Macri. Now, I don't know if that's true. I think it is, though. You know, they started it. I think they're going to finish it. And I believe they're going to have to. They're saying banks are resilient and everything's fine. Uh, I saw a report that, you know, the majority of Fed uh, board members, Federal Open Market Committee members, were pushing for additional rate hikes. If that's the case, why didn't they hike the the rates? Because... Everything's all bad. CNN Business, American companies are draining their cash at the dumbest possible time. (laughs) Yo, no cap. Companies are sitting on a lot of less cash than they were last year, largely because they're spending it on share buybacks and corporate dividends, or maybe they're getting janked by these interest rates. While shareholders may be chafed, is that chafed? Chafed by that news? You know, these words, you know, this this language, man. The slumping economy, surging interest rates, and a credit crunch may mean U.S. firms come to regret reducing their companies in the S&P 500 still have a decent stockpile of currency. But the decision to reward investors instead of paying down debt could mean corporations are overly focused on short, short-term stock gains. A new report by Moody's Investor Service finds that non-financial companies' corporate cash declined 12% last year to $2 trillion. The cash went toward rewarding investors. Share buybacks rose 31%, and dividend payments were up 10% last year. This is found by Emil L. Nems, vice president for Moody's Investor Service. There was also a noteworthy 18% increase in capital expenditures, long-term investment in business growth, but debt was flat year-over-year, year, meaning that companies didn't use much of their cash reserves to pay down outstanding loans. In fact, the tech sector accounted for the highest amount of cash held 
with 34% last year, but also the highest percentage of debt outstanding with 12%. According to Moody's, high borrowing costs because of interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve and an uncertain economic outlook mean that credit is getting more expensive and harder to find, recent turmoil in mid-sized banks. And the mid-sized banking sector only exacerbated those problems. I thought uh, the Fed just said the banks were going to be good through a recession and continue lending to consumers and businesses. CNN Business, National Geographic Magazine, has laid off the last of its staff writers. We're going to go through this together because I was confused. National Geographic, the iconic yellow-framed magazine that has chronicled the Natural world for more than 100 years laid off its last remaining staff writers this week. Multiple departing staffers said it was unclear how many staffers were cut during the latest round of layoffs. But the move comes as parent company Walt Disney has slashed thousands of staffers across its divisions this year. National Geographic, sorry, which had more than 1.7 million subscribers at the end of 2022, will continue to publish monthly issues, a magazine spokesperson told CNN in a statement. Today, how are they going to do that? Probably AI, right? I don't know. Quote, staffing changes will not change our ability to do this work, but rather give us more flexibility to tell different stories and meet our audiences where they are across our many platforms. (laughs) Any insinuation that the recent changes will negatively impact the magazine or the quality of our storytelling is simply incorrect, end quote. This is a a spokesperson. They didn't even say their name. (laughs) News of the layoffs was reported on Twitter yesterday, which departing magazine staff writers began um, st- circulating the news uh, They got a bunch of tweets I'm not going to read all those tweets uh, Who's going to write articles for the magazine I'm not sure Reuters.com Chocolate making ingredient Cocoa Hits highest price in 46 years 46 years Y'all Cocoa prices surge to the highest In 46 years on the intercontinental Exchange in London today As bad weather in West Africa Threatened production prospects for the main suppliers of the primary raw material used to make chocolate. The benchmark September contract for cocoa in London gained more than 2% today to 2,590 pounds per metric ton. The session high was the highest price since 1977. Prices are rising in reaction to a tight market for cocoa beans, which are mainly produced in the Ivory Coast and Ghana. Arrivals of cocoa and Ivory Coast ports for export are down nearly 5% this season, Brie. The International Cocoa Organization, or ICO, or ICCO, or ECO, I don't know how you're going to pronounce that, widened this month's forecast for a global deficit on cocoa supply from 60,000 metric tons previously to 142,000 metric tons, man. Quote, it is the second consecutive season with a supply deficit. Jeez. End quote. This is Leonardo Rossetti, cocoa analyst at broker Stone X. He said that the stocks to use ratio, an indicator of the cocoa availability in the market, is expected to fall to 32.2%, the lowest since the 1984-1985 season. Meanwhile, above average rains in the Ivory Coast 
are causing flooding in some cocoa fields, potentially hurting the main crop. That starts in October. Rosetti said the rains are also hurting the drying process for cocoa beans that have already been collected. Refinitive Commodities Research said it expects moderate to high rainfall in the West African cocoa belt over the next 10 days. Cocoa prices rose in New York as well. The September contract gained 2.7%. The highest in seven and a half years, Bree. You're going to see this more and more, you know, um, globally, you know, uh, countries are beginning to close their borders. And what I mean by that, it's not like, you know, there's, you try to go to the port and there's a gate there. Uh, really, uh, their countries are beginning to close their borders with regards to exports, man. Exports is dropping because we're, we're the uh, globalization of the world is reversing. Mhm. It's happening. I mean, there's nothing that can be done by it or about it, at least at this time. Reuters.com, U.S. Mole's new export restriction on computing power in AI chips, artificial intelligence. And it's not just chips. It's going to be other things, you know, they're just less exports. U.S. officials are considering tightening an export control rule designed to slow the flow of artificial intelligence chips to China by clamping down on the amount of computing power the chips can have, according to two people familiar with the matter who preferred to remain nameless because they, you know, they snitching. The Biden administration last October issued a sweeping set of rules designed to freeze China's semiconductor industry in place while the U.S. pours billions of dollars in subsidies into its own chip industry. An update to those rules may come Late July, two sources said, but one caution that such U.S. actions involving China often get delayed. U.S. Commerce Department declined to comment. The possible rule tightening would hardest hit NVIDIA, whose strong position in the AI chip market helped make it worth $1 trillion earlier this year. Quote, we do not anticipate that such additional restrictions, if adopted, would have an immediate material impact on our financial results, end quote. NVIDIA's Cress said on, oh, my bad, in a statement, questions have arisen about how effective the October rule will be in slowing Chinese companies' development of artificial intelligence systems. NVIDIA has made special chips for the Chinese market that comply with the October restrictions, but Reuters reported last month that major Chinese companies such as Tencent Holdings plan to use NVIDIA's export compliant chips to cut the time it takes to train huge AI systems by more than half. (laughs) Still going to use them. Thank you. The current rule around AI chips involves two restrictions. One restriction forces, I'm sorry, focuses on how fast chips can communicate with each other which is important because artificial intelligence systems such as chat GPT require thousands of chips to be chained together. The other restriction focuses on how much computing power the chip can have. Intel declined to comment. AMD declined to to comment. Previously, AMD have said the rules will not have an impact on its financial success. So, you know, Intel refused to snitch. AMD refuses to snitch. CNBC gold hits near four-month low on bets for hawkish Fed strategy. Gold prices today fell to their lowest in nearly four months. Go by on bets for interest rates remaining higher for longer while U.S. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Pizzle reiterated a hawkish stance. Powell reiterated that more rate 
rate. Whoa, wow. Man, I, I tore that one up. Powell reiterated <laughs> that more rate rises. Who writes like this? Likely lie ahead for the central bank and did not rule out a boost in the cost of borrowing at a policy meeting scheduled for the end of Julizzi. Quote, although the market is pricing in a decent chance, the Fed is going to hike in July. The more relevant factor for gold is that the market has been simultaneously pricing out the number of cuts we would expect over the next year. And quote, Daniel Gali, commodity strategist at TD Securities. Gold's down, silver's down. Um, I'm buying. They, they say buy the dip, but they, you know most people be talking equities. Let's jump into this. Uh, we'll allow. Well, Yahoo News. This is Reuters.com, but they try to restrict me and make me sign up or something. You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at two articles. So Yahoo News via Reuters.com study finds 130 countries exploring digital currencies. Let's check this out. 130 countries representing 98% of the global economy. Let me say that again. 130 countries representing 98% of the global economy are now exploring digital versions of their currencies. A U.S. study shows almost half are in advanced development. So, was half of 130? 65. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. Uh, let me get into this. Uh, Almost half are in advanced development pilot or launch stages, including all the G20 countries except Argentina. All G20 countries, the United States is a G20, G, G, wow, a G20 country. Can't even do it today, can I? The global push for central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, comes as physical cash use falls, and authorities look to fend off the threat to their money printing powers from Bitcoin and big tech. The U.S. is moving forward with a bank-to-bank version. The heavyweight status of the dollar means any U.S. move has potentially enormous global consequences. Some countries that have already launched have seen disappointing take-up or canceled development altogether. China. Has a digital yuan. I think they're one of the most successful countries in pushing out a central bank digital currency. All right. At first, you know, they offered it. People didn't want it. Then they, you know, started giving you discounts, started giving it away. They hired influencers. Ooh, that's good coffee. And now at this point, you know, civil servants are paid in digital yuan, the Chinese central bank digital currency. Teachers, health care providers, professionals, government workers, etc. And this is, this is what I'm talking about. Central bank digital currencies.
How is it going to happen? 11 countries, including a number in the Caribbean and Nigeria, have already launched central bank digital currencies, as they are known, CBDCs, while pilot testing in China now reaches 260 million people and covers 200 scenarios from e-commerce to government stimulus payments. And pay, pay attention, stimulus payments. Two other big emerging economies, India and Brazil, also plan to launch digital currencies next year. The European Central Bank is on track to begin its digital euro pilot ahead of a possible launch in 2028, while other 20, while over 20 other countries excuse me, will also take significant steps toward pilots this year. In the United States, progress on a digital dollar is moving forward only now for wholesale or bank-to-bank version. Whereas work on the retail version for use by a wider population has, quote, stalled. United States President Joe Byron ordered government officials to assess the risks and benefits of creating digital dollar in March of 2020. I want you to pay attention to this sentence. Uh, wow, man, yo, I'm sorry, y'all. I got the, you know, the the slippery stuttering stutter. I want you to pay attention to this this sentence right here. Work on a retail version for use by the wider population has stalled. Has it, though? Huh. Because, I don't know. There's something happening. There's something been happening. I've been speaking on this for a while. This is what's going to happen. They're going to do the same thing they did with Federal Reserve notes and silver and gold certificates. First, they're going to work side by side. Then, they're going to demonize and outlaw private cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum and things of that nature. And here's how I know. What we got here? This is, I, you know, I had to find this. Cointelegraph.com. Cointelegraph.com. Stable coin payments. Visa shares. Plans for ambitious crypto products. Visa's upcoming crypto product is designed to drive mainstream adoption of public blockchain networks and stablecoin payments. What? I thought the plans for the consumer version has stalled. Yes, at the government level, but check out what's going on. Global payment giant Visa continues to explore the benefits of the cryptocurrency industry with a new initiative focused on stablecoin payments. Kai Sheffield, I'm just going to, whatever, head of crypto at Visa, so Visa has their crypto division, took to Twitter on April 24th to announce a new cryptocurrency-related project developed by the firm. Visa's upcoming crypto product is designed to drive mainstream adoption of public blockchain networks and stablecoin payments, Sheffield 
noted. Man, you see how these these be, be, they be lying, man. You gotta be ah. You get jumped over stuff for lying like this. Quote, we have an ambitious crypto product roadmap at Visa and just opened a few uh, wrecks for senior software engineers to help us drive mainstream adoption of public blockchain networks and stable coins. Oh, it's just bank to bank, y'all. The Fed now? Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just so we can make payments faster between banks, man. Don't worry about it. This has nothing to do with you guys. This is just banks, man. According to Visa job posting published on April 20th, the company's crypto division (laughs) is building the, quote, next generation of products, end quote, to facilitate the digital commerce of everyday life. In order to develop the product, Visa is seeking to hire software engineers focused on programming, back-end systems, Web3 technologies, and more. Quote, particularly interested in experience using GitHub Copilot and other AI-assisted engineering tools to write and debug smart contracts. Among preferred applicant qualifications, blah, blah, blah. The position also requires good understanding of public and permissioned distributed ledger networks, security protocols, private key custody, as well as new Ethereum enhancements such as ERC-4337. Yo, the position requires good understanding of public and permission distributed ledger networks. I want you to just just pay attention. Even if you don't comprehend what I'm saying right now, I'm going to keep going. But man, just permissioned. One of the world's largest payment companies, Visa, made a major move in the crypto industry in 2020. Partnering with the blockchain firm Circle to support the United States uh, dollar coin. Did y'all know that? It's a stable coin, and it's supported on certain credit cards. The firm has been gradually expanding its crypto offering, but halted some new industry partnerships due to the crypto bear market of 2022 and major industry collapse like Celsius and FTX. Bitcoin Lightning Network is 1,000 times cheaper. Introduced specifically for the Ethereum network, Solidity is used to create smart contracts on blockchain platforms and generate a chain of transaction records in the blockchain system. They're going to have a chain of transaction records in the blockchain system. Check this out, man. Oh. Oh, and you think this is new? You, you, you think? Uh-oh. Is MasterCard's multi-blockchain a new step in patent race? Patents? What? MasterCard, an American financial services company, was granted a patent in October 9th, 2018, man. Oh, by the way, this article is from 2022, August 1st. MasterCard received a patent in 2018. Let me just tell you something, man. Let me just tell me Look. Patents take time to develop the intellectual property to patent in the first place. You got to have intellectual property in order to patent the intellectual property. If they were granted a patent in 2018, how long was you working on this? And then there's an application process for a patent, man. They knew this was coming. I'm telling you, they knew this, they knew this was coming. 
The patent will allow master partitions, blockchain, in order to store countless transactions in different formats. The digital, I'm sorry, the details of this new system, which is not new for MasterCard, is shared by U.S. Patent and Trademark Office in the publishing filing. There are different types of blockchains, and each of them stores transactions separately. For instance, Bitcoin uses one type of system to store its transactions, whereas Ethereum uses replacement metrics. Now, suppose a company wants to use blockchain to store various types of data and use cryptocurrency for their business. They will have a problem storing so much different data coming from different blockchains and cryptocurrencies. According to another recent patent, the transaction records should have the same formats and same data sizes. This makes recording different blockchain data costly affair for customers and companies. There are two types of blockchains, open source and non-permissioned. That's what we know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and non-permissioned blockchains do not need permissions to be accessed, can be viewed by anyone. On the other hand, permissioned blockchains... This is the banks, this is the private dance, well, the public dance, really. The public dance of the, well, wow. <laughs> On the other hand, permission blockchains require special permissions to be accessed or add any other information. The permission blockchains are usually opted by companies that focus on security and identity. The new MasterCard patent says that this difference in permissioned and non-permissioned blockchains makes the transactions in business inflexible. The patent says an entity may want to operate a permissioned blockchain where varying levels of permissions may be used for participation in the blockchain, such as by limiting the nodes that may add new blocks to the blockchain. However, because all transactions in a traditional blockchain are formatted similarly, the permissions may not be extended to access to the actual transactions in the blockchain. The patent authors say their partitioned blockchain could bypass such limitations and provide enhanced usage of permissions. The new system aims to use subnets. And this is, you know, um, as a tech nerd, I own a tech company, you know, heavy in networking and stuff. This is very, very familiar with me, subnets, uh, programming subnets um, and subnet IP addresses. And I'm just going to say this like this. Um, if, if you you have an internet, uh, what you got? You got an internet connection in your home. Most people call it internet Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi is short for wireless fidelity. And wireless fidelity is the patented technology that takes the internet from your cable, from the cord that comes out of your um, wall, and puts it in the air. So devices can connect to that internet connection wirelessly. It's called Wi-Fi, wireless fidelity. But when you get an internet connection from whoever you got, you know, Tom Warner, I don't know who it is, uh, Paragon, whatever. When you get an internet connection, you have your house, your home, gets one single public IP address. And, you know, back in the day before the new internet was laid on top of the old internet you know they were running out of public ip addresses and there was a problem and this is what solved the issue so each customer or each account gets its own public ip address right but when you pull that internet connection into your home it goes through a a router it's called a router 
and usually a wireless router. So what that does, it, it creates a subnet of IPs or um, internet protocol addresses. So each device on your network, so say you connect your phone, you connect your tablet, whatever, all devices that connect your network, they get their own IP address. And that's how the router or the gateway can distinguish one device from another and so on and so forth. So each device gets its own IP address. It happens in the back. Most people don't see it. You don't have to because this is it's like magic. And the only time, you, you know, you have to deal with this stuff is when it doesn't work. And usually most conventional consumer grade, uh, you know, electronics, gateways and um, access points, things of that nature have really easy like reboot, reset features and stuff. But when you get into, you know, a corporate setting with uh, array uh, arrays, wireless arrays of access points and multiple IP addresses, then you got an internal IP phone system and internal IP camera systems. You got internal IP point of sale systems. It gets serious. And that's when they call people like me, you know, in my company and whatnot, you know, blah, blah. So what this is going to do is, you know, um, every bank, you know, if you got crypto, you, you understand how this works. You have a crypto wallet address. It's a hash of numbers and stuff that identifies your your crypto wallet. And that's where everything goes. You're kind of anonymous because your name isn't attached. But if they look through your transactions and stuff, if you didn't do it right, they're going to attach your name to your crypto wallet anyways, especially if you're making public transactions and you're not doing mostly peer to peer. So what's going to happen is it's going to be very similar to the Internet IP addresses. Each bank is going to get its own public blockchain address. But what the credit card companies are doing, well, what they did, what, what MasterCard did was they patented the, their technologies to create subnet blockchain addresses, wallet addresses. These are accounts, man. They're going to be blockchain accounts, man. So the banks are going to be able to put your account on the blockchain, man, and it's going to be a private sub-blockchain where it's going to be permissioned. And only certain people with certain access and certain credentials can, can make changes to that internal blockchain, man. That's only one aspect. And this is why I'm bringing this to you all. I know it's kind of some high-level stuff, but I'm trying to bring it as, as, uh, as, as simple to you all as possible so that it can be comprehended because this needs to be understood. It must be understood. Absolutely. So, I'll continue. A subnet will partition the blockchain and allow interaction in a wider single system, right? A subnet is a partition of a big network into smaller segments of the network. This improves the efficiency of a network. Subnets will be able to receive any type of format of data and store information of any size and type without following any standardized format. What? New plans for MasterCard. The above-mentioned patent was a time-taking process as it was filed by MasterCard in the year of 2016. Man, they filed for this in 2016. You trying to tell me that this wasn't planned? I was telling everybody, yo, crypto, this Bitcoin, I don't, I don't trust it. Who is Satori? Yeah, why can't they figure out who invented Bitcoin? And they, they eventually found Obama. I mean, Osama or Orama. I don't know, man. I don't got time for this. 2016, in the month of July, although the patent office publishes patents up to 18 months, the first blockchain patent by MasterCard named Method and System for Instantaneous Payment Using Recorded Guarantees was granted in 2017. They've been getting patents on this for a minute. Um, United States Trade 
I'm sorry, the United States Patent and Trademark Office published other patents of the company last month, which included the one where MasterCard argues how distributed ledger technology will be will make business-to-business transactions easy. MasterCard also filed a patent in July 2018 asking for permission to use uh, distributed ledger technology in transactions and consumer protection. <laughs> These activities by MasterCard only shows its interest in this new technology, although other companies are struggling struggling in this newfound tech area. MasterCard has held some part of the market with its hefty number of patents. The company is also looking to hire blockchain developers, data scientists, and blockchain specialists. The blockchain is still an unexplored area, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yo, okay, so let me break this down. MasterCard got, got, look, you got Visa, you got MasterCard. These are the two biggest credit card companies in the world. American Express is up there, but come on, man. Let's, Let's be honest. This is a new system that will connect to the current crypto system. This is what this is. All right? This is how it's going to work. Um, this is the second generation blockchain technology. This is what this is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what this is. And this is the system to transition technology from fiat to government-backed digital currencies. All right. So they're going to they're going to allow, oh, you can settle your payments in, in crypto wallets and your, your Bitcoin and you can pay your bills and <clears throat> you can do all this. And oh, here's your uh, your your United States digital coin, because uh, we're starting this pilot pro- uh, program called Universal Basic Income. Man, I'm telling you, watch for these. Watch, watch. You're going to be able to use. Your 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 Bitcoin and your Ethereum to pay your credit card bill, and you know what they're gonna do, man? They're gonna give you a crazy rate. You're gonna make money on that rate. It's gonna be a no brainer. It's gonna be like, yo, I got four dollars in Bitcoin, and they're gonna give me eight dollars in USD coin, which gets the same thing. It's 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 all it's both valued in dollars. But this $4 in Bitcoin value, I'm going to get $8 for. But you're going to have to connect your wallet. They got KYC. KYC is know your customer. You should look up these laws. They're going to ask you to send you a picture of your ID, a government ID. They might even have you have you take a selfie holding the ID. You're going to connect your bank account to this. They're, they're going to know everything. They're going to know everything. And then once people start getting used to it, they're going to start closing it off. They're going to reduce the exchange rate. From the crypto to the USD, they're going to start reducing it. People are going to get FOMO and start cashing in and stuff, right? I'm telling you, play, look, they're going to have people, you know, Social Security payments, um, 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 uh, workman's comp payments, a lot of that stuff is going to be paid in crypto. It's going to be paid in a, you know, central bank digital currency, USD coin or something like that. You're going to see this happen really soon, really soon. Fed, Fed now is here. You should look it up. F-E-D-N-O-W. It's here. And then you have these banks that have been for over eight years, at least according to this article, that have been patenting technology to privatize the blockchain. And people would be like, oh, privatize, that's good because we private. No, 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 no. 
It's private intellectual property that belongs to a public company, corporation, international corporations. So it's still public. They're going to connect the this this technology to your checking accounts. This is the crazy part of it. It's going to be connected to your checking accounts, whether you like it or not. And this is why I'm saying go private now. Because honestly, in my opinion, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't do anything with the individual. Nothing. The individual account, I don't even know if it's open. But, you know, all of them are closed, except for maybe one. And, um, man, name no income going to the individual in like a decade. And everything I do is, is through trust or an LLC. Everything. Every, every, every expense. You hear what I'm saying? Every expense goes through a, a, a private contractual trust that has a personal checking account where the trust is the person or a corporate LLC account. No personal, not in there, not a. So when they start connecting these cryptos and this, you know, CBDC wallets and stuff to the to the accounts, because they're going to do it. All the banks are going to do it. You think you think it's not going to happen? You're tripping. It's going to be, oh, the, the new feature, you're going to get an email. New features at your bank. And in the email, the new feature is going to be this. You now have access to digital assets. Blah, 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 blah. It's going to look, I'm telling you. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen, and then it's going to be side by side, and just before you know it, it's going to go sideways. And now it's all about the CBD, central bank digital currencies, and these public stable coins, and these private public ledgers. And you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck in a system with personal accounts that's connected to crypto and central bank digital currencies. And, you know, they can take your money. They can tax your money. They can institute inflation right then. Um, they can institute uh, uh, parameters and, and, and policies that if you don't spend enough, uh, your money within a certain number of days, it's reduced by this, this amount of percent, the overall balance. Easier to bail the, bail the money in if the banks fail again because there's no, not going to be another bailout. It's going to be a bail-in. There's going to be no protections because it's going to be individual accounts. You're not going to have private contractual protections against any of this. You're not going to have private contractual privacy. I'm telling you, when they start reducing the, the, the rate of exchange between the cryptocurrency and the USD coin or whatever they're going to call this, this, this central bank digital currency that drops in the United States, whatever they're going to call it, when they start reducing the exchange rate, you're going to see a bunch of people come out of the woodwork with their Bitcoin and their Litecoin and their Ethereum and their Dogecoin and all that stuff. You're going to see a bunch of people because that fear of missing out. They got people down to a T. These people that run this stuff have been studying human psychology for hundreds of years. This is not rocket science to them. And I can see what's coming. I can see what's coming. Me personally, private contractual trust don't care if they, you know, are running digital currency through it. 
I don't care. It's, it's, I'm, you know, as a trustee, I'm not under any liability. With, I have no personal liability with regards to this, this account. All I'm doing is executing the contract indenture. And if the trust needs to transact in some sort of cryptocurrency or whatnot, then it's going to. I'm not going to be concerned about my privacy, my personal privacy, with regards to this new system. Because I'm already set up. My estate's already set up. My children are already set up. The bank accounts are already set up. And there's going to be different rules. There already are. There's going to be different rules for trusts, states, and corporations than it will be for individuals. And that's what I'm saying. I, I, I know that this is kind of obscure. I know what I'm saying is kind of, you know, maybe from left field, man, but I'm trying to tell you, look, look these banks – Big banks, credit cards, you know, MasterCard, they're banks, man. I don't care what you think. Chase, Wells Fargo, they're all, they're already back. They're already plugged into the FedNow system. Y'all need to research the FedNow system. They're already plugged in. Please believe. High um, value credit unions like Navy Federal Credit Union, things of that nature, they're already plugged in. They're getting the system ready. And I, I truly believe that there's going to be some sort of event, some sort of hack. I'm thinking some sort of hack of the banking system or something of that nature. To where, you know, they're going to be like, oh, we need this, this, these crypto. We need these these blockchains because... You know, they're 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 private and they're permissioned. And then people are gonna get comfortable, they're gonna connect their crypto wallets to their bank accounts, right? Your Bitcoin, I think it's gonna start getting hacked. As soon as people start connecting their wallets to the banks, they're gonna start losing their they Bitcoin. And the bank's going to play dumb. Like, oh, we don't know. That's crazy. That's, that's you know, that's, that's the, you know, those, that's the, 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 the public ledger. That's, that's the permissioned ledger. Anything can happen. It's kind of like the wild, wild west out there. We, you know, we don't have any liability for those, for those assets. Had you converted it into the central bank digital currency assets, uh, asset, we could have, you know, FDIC insured that deposit or something. You don't hear news stories of people losing their Bitcoin. Lost my Bitcoin. Uh, you know, I don't know what happened. Everything's been fine. Blah, 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 blah. It's going to be a story. They ain't going to ask them, how recently did you connect your, your wallet to a bank? I'm serious. I see what's going to happen. I could be crazy. I could be losing it. <clears throat> But you have that, plus you have the move away from the dollar, and that's happening as well. And as that happens, we're going to see more and more inflation. The The government's going to have to combat inflation. They're going to need to move to a central bank digital currency. You got debt ceiling issues. 
You have inflation issues. You got swift sanctions on Russia. You know, when Russia invaded Ukraine, not only did the United States sanction Russia in the swift system, but um, they basically appropriated, stole all of their Western deposits, any deposits that they had in Western banks in swift, swift system banks, they took it. And that was a wake-up call to the rest of the world. So I see the United States, these people know what they're doing. We think they're stupid because, you know, it looks like they're stupid. But if you if you assume that these people are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, then then try to deduce what they're, what are they doing. If they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, what are they, what are they doing? What are they supposed to be doing? And it, it begins to make sense. But they look, these banks, especially MasterCard, Visa, they're about to lock this down. They're about to lock this down. And and I also feel as like Fed now, central bank digital currencies are a direct threat to banks. Because a Fed a Federal Reserve Fed now wallet that you have on your phone, you can get your funds directly from the Federal Reserve or from the United States Treasury, whichever however they set it up. And you won't need the banks. You'll have a wallet that's guaranteed by the you know United States government. What do you need a bank for? Some loans or something? <clears throat> and that's where the bank is going to come up because you need a loan. Oh, you need collateralization. Okay, well, we, use, we, also, we accept collateral in the form of assets. No one's going to have assets. The World Economic Forum has been saying for years that you will own nothing and be happy. There's, there's all types of um, articles out right now about how people should give up their car and people should have shared cars. And it's, it's going heavy over in Europe, and that stuff is coming here. It's definitely coming here. They got the, the share cars, the Ubers, the Lyfts, the hour cars, and cars that you can rent, you know, a little app and stuff. That stuff's coming. They're pushing for people not to own their cars, man. They're going to put a special gasoline tax on stuff, and they're going to make the electric cars. You can't even buy them. You're going to have to lease them. Like, there ain't going to be no, no, no purchasing these cars. You're going to lease them. And then they're going to stop leasing them. <laughs> Man, I read an article. They said uh, the cars will be owned by the company itself. And the company will be a self-running entity or something. It was so ridiculous when I read it. The, all of the things they got, what are they called? Uh, I think they're called C40, AC40. I can't remember. But there's these type of cities, you know, with these plans where they, they go in and they – um. They take all the roads, the, the surface streets, um, not necessarily the highways and the freeways and stuff, but the surface streets and stuff. Uh, and they, if, if you got two lanes of traffic going one way, they reduce it to one lane. They're turning everything into one lane, man. Y'all notice this? That's part of this, 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 uh, this, this city, this thing they're doing, man. Look, at, look up these, this, man. Look at these fools. What was his name? Charles Charles Schwab? Klaus? Klaus Schwab? What's his name? Klaus Schwab? I can't remember this dude's name. But they they taking roads and they're making them one lane. They're reducing the speed limits. Messing up your traffic. They're putting bike lanes everywhere. Ain't even nobody riding down the bike lanes. You, you, you turn in the bike lane, police pulling you over, giving you tickets and stuff. But what they're doing is they're trying to make cities... Um, and and there's the city, there's cities in the United States. Houston is one of those cities. Uh, 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 Chicago, I can't remember the list. I should have I should have kept it. 
um, up on my computer. But these these green cities, AC40 city, what do they call man? I can't remember what they was called. But there's a bunch of them in the in the United States, man. I'm telling you. So they 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 taking all the lanes, making it one lane. They reducing the speed limit. <clears throat> they putting bike lanes everywhere. And what they're they're trying to do eventually is to make it to where um, everything that you need is within 15 minutes drive of you. So you're gonna you're gonna have a, a grocery store within 15 minutes of you, gas stations, everything you need. Um, so you, they're trying to make you not drive that much. They're trying to they're trying to slow people down from moving, man. Restrict people's movements, man. And then they're gonna get to a point to where um, <clears throat> if you want to drive, they're gonna um, more than 15 minutes. They're gonna have a boundary and, sh- and stuff. So think of a like a think of a, a a pizza and everything sliced up. So you're going to be able to only drive around in your little slice of pizza. And if you want to go into another slice or another sector, you have to drive out the top and then drive around and then enter the sector of your city and like go through probably some customs or whatever. You're going to get a certain amount of passes or sector passes per year. And if you use all your sector passes, you can, uh, you can't, travel between sectors anymore until unless you pay extra money man look this up y'all think i'm crazy it's it's a lot of stuff coming in at the same time man and the best thing in my opinion that you could do to protect yourself and to protect your family is set up your private estate um set up the bank accounts man set them up so you don't you know so they're already established so you're not caught in this system and you know a lot of people talk to me about gold and silver and they say you know i'm gonna use gold and silver no you're not no you're not um gold and silver as far as i'm concerned is a hedge against inflation it's insurance for your paper money but most importantly importantly it's wealth it's wealth preservation it's it's savings long-term savings it's not i don't look at gold and silver as an investment i don't do that dance but a who's really giving up their private wealth who knows what the value of it and B there needs to be a, 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 an economy of other people who accept gold and silver, you know, the banker, the, the, the grocery store, man, the mechanic, things of that nature. And not just, Oh, we accept gold and silver and then we go take it and sell it. But there needs to be an economy where you're receiving gold and silver and then you're giving gold and silver and then you're receiving it. And, you know, I'm doing my part to begin to start that, to help facilitate that. But, you know, if we don't get to moving, you know, people are going to take what they get, the easiest thing to do. And it's going to be this Fed now, these these central bank digital currencies with these private ledgers and these these sub blockchains and stuff like that. We're permissions and, you know, it's going to be crazy. And a lot of people are going to give up their privacy. A lot of people are going to give up their privacy. A lot of people are going to feel that they're forced to. I'm forced to give up my privacy. I don't have no choice. I got to get my check. Don't wait until, you know, you're waiting on to get the check. Email us now, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Get into trustee training. Set up your private estate. Set up the bank accounts for your family trust. Set up the bank account for your business trust. You know, if you want to start an LLC, we help. We assist with that in private trustee training. Set up the, the the bank account for the LLC. I'm telling you straight up, I don't do any any business through the individual at all. 
no commercial business at all, no private business to the individual at all. The individual is an agent on certain contracts and so on and so forth. But other than that, man, everything I do, every expense, every dollar that is expensed, it's under contract or an operating agreement. Most often than not, it's under contract, private contract. With a private contractual trust. I am executing the trust indenture. Not co-mingling. I'm not self-dealing. I can substantiate that so easy. It's easy as brushing my teeth, but it'll take, take less time. And I know that I'm set up. I know that my state's set up. I know that the people around me are good or are going to get good because... They are, I'm telling you, like, listen, you need to get your stuff together. You need to get your stuff together. People, the people I love, I'm telling them. I'm telling, you know, I'm telling people. I'm so, I'm the speaker of truth. Like, I hurt people's feelings. Close to me, not close to me. I trigger people's um, ego. I trigger people's, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what you call it? Defense mechanisms. I trigger them joints. A lot of people don't like to hear the truth, especially about themselves. But look, man, you need to hear the truth about yourself and acknowledge it so you can change it. Because if there's no problem, you ain't going to fix it. Ain't no problems, man. I ain't got to do nothing. I'm chilling. But if it's like, man, there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem, okay, then, then do you do something about it. You can do something about it. You will do something about it. Outside of that, I don't know what to say. The world's changing. It's changing really quick. You're not paying attention. I guarantee you there's stuff that's going on that I'm missing. And I'm cold. But what I'm telling you is that feeling that you get inside, that incongruent disharmonious feeling and you don't really know why it's because this stuff is happening and energetically you feel it but because you don't see it with your eyes or hear it with your ears it's not real to you it will be real and then it's too late and this is not the way you want to live it's not the way I live look everything I'm doing in my life especially in high emotion situations I'm screaming at myself in in my head don't make any mistakes no regrets no regrets no regrets. The worst thing for me is to have not done a thing that I should have done. Regret the fact that I did not do it and then not have an opportunity to correct it because time has passed. It's over. You can't go back in time. And I got to live with that for the rest of my life. Man, I can't stand that. I can't stand making regrets. I cannot stand making regrets. I can't. It bothers me. It bothers me before I go to sleep. It bothers me when I wake up. It bothers me throughout the day. I can't stand making regrets. And, you know, for me, I'm always acutely aware of the fact that very soon I will be very old. I can't believe how fast I got here. And, I, you know, I'm going to be chilling and really can't do anything. And I'm going to be going over my head all my regrets. And I'm going to thank myself of today. The salt today for putting in the work that I have to put in every single day so that I don't have as many regrets as you. Or maybe not. Maybe you're in the same boat with me and you ain't going to have that many regrets either because you're going to email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You don't see what's coming, but you feel it. You do not see what's coming, but you feel it. There are things that you can do 
to put yourself and your family in a position that's going to protect you and your family, your wealth, your assets, your privacy. And you can just right now, absolutely right now. Otherwise, I'll, I'll pray for you, I guess. Because this stuff is coming whether you like it or not. You know, um, the driverless cars, they're coming whether you like them or not. You know, um, it being very, very difficult to own your own car. And you know how they're going to do it? Be like, man, I, I got my own car. I got my car. I got my, my 67 Chevy, you know what I'm saying, with the dubs. And I ain't never selling it. Cool, cool. But I'm telling you this. It's going to be crazy, stupid expensive for car insurance on gasoline vehicles. That's how they're going to do it. You want a gas You want a gas-powered car? Oh, yeah. Well, gas is $50 a gallon plus a $25 surcharge. And insurance is triple to insure a gasoline-powered vehicle versus a electric car. And you'd be like, oh, that's discrimination. Like, no, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. We have federal guidelines and statutory requirements to offset our corporate carbon imprint by such and such percent. And we have to calculate according to federal mandate every gasoline car that we insure with regards to our carbon footprint. So in order to offset that, we must buy carbon credits. Look it up. You can sell and pop buy carbon credits <laughs> from other companies. We got to buy carbon credits to offset our carbon footprint. So we have to charge gasoline uh, powered vehicle owners more for insurance. You think I'm playing? You think I'm playing? I'm not playing. You know how expensive it's going to be to drive <clears throat> a gasoline powered vehicle? You know how expensive it's going to be to drive a, a non self driving vehicle? Insurance rates going to be crazy. Cars flip. Um, uh, accidents, babies pushed and crashed into into intersections, dogs killed, cats run over, squirrels obliterated. These are the problems with people who drive cars. And they're gonna show like an old lady who can't see crashing into somebody. It's gonna be a campaign. And I ain't saying this to be like, oh, you know, I'm super smart. I know what's gonna happen. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I'm saying this to tell you that this is what's going to come. And I'm saying this also to say, you know, hey, man, I said that back in 2023. <laughs> Just like I said back in 2019, that Jerome Powell, he's talking about inflation is transitory. He lying. That's a lie. Y'all can go back and check out the episodes. Before he switched up his rhetoric, I was already calling it. And, you know, more things than that. I don't, you know, pride myself on being right about negative things. I pride myself on forewarning people who can hear and who have eyes to see to assist them to not be subject to these negative situations. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Admin at well, how long are you going to wait? How long, how long are you going to wait? I was retiring. Um, I did retire from my like trustee training and stuff, but you know, I kind of modified the retirement, but like in a couple of days, you know, this phone number that people got isn't, is no longer to be going to be in my possession and stuff. And I, I let people know in October. I started this in October. Do you have any idea 
How many people have been calling me the past three weeks? Three weeks. When do you decide the last minute is the last minute? And if no one tells you, hey, man, this is the last minute, how do you know that you're in the last minute? If you're on the fence, you need to email us, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. It's time to go private. I can look all this stuff up, man. They've been getting this stuff ready since before 2016, 2015. It takes a long time. They apply for the patent in 2016. How many years does it take to develop the stuff? At least four. Let's say four. 2012? Six? 2010? Who knows? But for me, man, <laughs> I, I know what it is. I see what it is. You know, my background in technology, um, my background in business, my background in macroeconomics, and, you know, my background with, you know, how I was mentored by my trust mentor, Tony, and, you know, my, you know, what I call him. He's, he was an ex-Army intelligence officer. <clears throat> that's, <clears throat> that's what he was. But, you know, in my opinion, that's neither here nor there. What it is, is you have an opportunity right now to, to, to check a large, large box on your list. Because if you're listening to this right now, you know, Getting getting set up in a private trust is on your list, man. Stop lying. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. Quit playing. I'm just saying. And and <clears throat> me, part of it is, you know, I do the shows, I do this work. So you know, when when the separation happens, because it's inevitable, that you know, I can tell myself um, when I'm feeling bad about the conditions of people who look like me. I can tell myself that I worked hard for a decade minimum to wake people up and get people in the right uh, position. I did, I did my part. I did more than my part. So do your part. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Get into trustee training. I don't know what else to say besides, you know, don't don't let this be a mistake that you regret for the rest of your life. That's all I'll say. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Do the research yourself. You'll see what I'm saying is true. Stuff is no joke, and here it comes. It's coming. It's coming through. I didn't mean to rhyme like that, but that kind of sounded smooth. Oh, I did it again. I never knew. Oh, I keep doing it. I'm just playing. So, you know, that's it. That's the show. CBDC's time is running out. Go private. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> I put out the uh, the email for this show. The software was like, uh, you need to edit your subject. It's too long. I sent it anyways. Can't no computer robot tell me nothing. You understand what I'm saying? I'm hard-headed. I'm in a good mood, y'all. I hope you heard what I was saying and you picked up what I was putting down with this episode. If not, check it out again. Do the research. Pull up the articles. Read this stuff. Comprehend what it means because it's very important. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com I have no idea when the website's going to be back up. 
I don't know, put a bunch of dates in a bowl, shake it up, and put you know, pull one out. <laughs> but you know, we're still working on it. We still own the domain. Uh, we're still working on the back end, the the private portal for you know members and clients of the foundation. We got a lot of things going on. Um, from what I understand, Yusuf's event this weekend is canceled, or the date has changed. I don't know. I don't know, man. So good luck with that. We, the foundation, we're putting together our event, um, our next event, you know, and the campaign for that event. We will be, you know, uh, deploying that, introducing that, dropping that shortly. So look out for that. Uh, we definitely got the passport, no social part one, part two. Foundation Trust Series, part one, part two, part three. Foundation Trust Primer, just start somewhere. Just email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Very soon, you will see very large changes, not only in economics, but geopolitically. And, you know, these changes are going to reverberate through years and decades. And, you know, and let this be the time where you did what you knew you were supposed to do because you could feel it. Not the time where you knew I, I knew I was supposed to do something, man. I wish I should have did. Don't don't do that to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. You have no idea the implications of these central bank digital currencies. You have no idea the implications of these private public private public blockchain subnet or sub blockchains. You have no impl- no no comprehension of the implication of all these patents that Visa and MasterCard have and you know Fed now we, you know and they're saying oh it's just for the banks it's just you know it's just for this and just for that uh, the, 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 the consumer version stalled oh it stalled huh these fools have been applying for patents since the early 2010s man don't get played Admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. That's it. That that's the show, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I, I appreciate you checking out the show. You know, you could be doing a lot of things. Your time is very important. It's very, very, very valuable. It's your wealth. And I appreciate you sharing your wealth and your time with me here on the foundation on high frequency radio network. I invite you to email me, email us, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. We will get back to you. We are very busy right now because we're going through a transition, but we're not telling you not to hit this up. I'm not telling you not to hit me up. I'm very uh, personable, very approachable, I like to think. So, you know, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, set up your private estate. Uh, do your ancestors great. Do, do them proud. Reestablish your private estate. You have your ancestors behind you that have your back and will support you. And it's 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 for your your heirs that will come after you. That is the fuel. And you got this. Ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night, because it's very important. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you say ten things that you're thankful before. Wait. Make sure you say. Ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night, because it's very important. You got We have to change the way we think, and it starts with the thoughts that we hold and allow in our minds, because we deserve better. We deserve better. 
You deserve better. Go get it. It's right in front of you, man. Just take it. And I'll help you. If you need, closed mouth doesn't get fed. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. I'll catch you next next week on the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L on the Foundation. And it has been my absolute pleasure. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. And do your dance. Because no one can do it like you. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.